Hello Internet Dwellers and welcome to Episode 9 of Super Happy Fun Time. I'm going to keep this intro a little short because I feel like today's episode goes by without any explanation. It is a great show. We had amazing fun doing it. A uh, little side note, and should we go into a little bit in here? Uh, there is a couple little hiccups and glitches throughout the episode, and please bear with it. I'm going to try to get as many of those out, but if you do hear one, yeah, it's as good as we can do. We're, we are trying new technology, as you will. New technology. And um, there's little hiccups here and there, and I'm not going to go into it now, because, like I said, we go into it later, and now I'm just rambling. And Hey, did you just skip me? Are you using that little 15-second thing in your phone to skip? Stop it. Stop it. Stop. <sighs> don't like phones that's a lie i love phones uh and one other thing if you are not listening to this episode on the website on the ghosthat.net website under the podcast section please do definitely go there after the show because well frankly there's going to be some information on there some really good things that uh, you should probably go check out and see for yourself so definitely head over there after you listen to it or head over there now if you're in front of a computer i mean why not right you have internet this is the day and age where internet is pretty much everywhere. If you don't have internet, then how are you listening to this? It's creepy. Anyways, go check that out and enjoy today's show. Bye. We're recording. Yo. Hello, and welcome back to Super Happy Fun. That's a really dramatic opening. I'm sorry. That is a very dramatic <laughs> opening. Not intended at all. That well. sounds... Amazing! <laughs> it was very exciting. Like we're presenting a show. It was almost like a gigantic. Come one, come all, <laughs> circus of amazement. <laughs> come all to the circus of super happy fun time. That is super happy fun time. <laughs> it's, it's not really a circus, but either way, I think it's a circus. It it is. It, you know, we it's a circus of awesomeness and a it circus could of be fun. A circus of awesomeness. I mean, because it is fun. Exactly. Exactly. And exciting. And very exciting. So this is episode nine, Colin. Hello, Colin. Hello, Jeff. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Excellent. Excellent, indeed. Yes. So as uh, for those who are listening right now, um, as you might tell, we do sound slightly different. Oh shoot! Hold on. <laughs> oh oh no! <laughs> might have oh, just no. spilled water on my laptop. Oh One no! One second. <laughs> Okay, we're back. <laughs> Again. Jeff, I'm Jeff sorry. spilled water on his laptop. I, I, I talk with my hands, I found. Lot. <laughs> and And before we started, oh. I opened up my, my new water bottle so we didn't hear like the suction sound if I had to take a drink during the show. Yeah. And I said it. Right next to me on my desk, apparently during the middle of my motioning about the opening, I might have knocked into it and it splashed onto my laptop. This is an almost too exciting episode of Super <laughs> Happy Fun Time. It is. It is too exciting. Oh, no. <laughs> what a great way to start off episode nine. It is a great way to start off an episode. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hello. Jeff spilled water on his laptop. <laughs> Let's see how much of an idiot Jeff can be for an episode. Oh, that's that's no, what we're going Jeff. for. Well, anyways, as I was starting to say prior to that awesomeness, village, the spillage, um, there is, uh, we if we sound different in this episode, it is because we are trying something new. Colin and I are not in the same room. Nope. We are miles apart, recording in different parts of the state. Yep. And um, 
you know, it, we, we, we kind of already tried one of these, and it worked out for the most part. We're not going to release it because no, we had some issues. No, because it's bad. Yeah, it was very bad. It's it bad. <laughs> very bad. And hopefully it won't be bad this time. But uh, everything sounds good so far, which is which so is always far. Good. So far. So far. <laughs> so <laughs> Holy crap, so far. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everything so far has been going well, except for the spilling of the water. So, but uh, yes, yeah, so this is this is our episode, and bear with us if there's any little <laughs> glitches. <laughs> Much like God help us if there is. <laughs> Hopefully, there uh, won't be. But it is episode nine, and it uh, is episode nine. I'm getting excited because we're 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 doing these. They're fun to do, and we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So we have a lot to catch up on. There has been a lot of stuff that's happened since since the last episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, like a lot of stuff, like uh, a lot of uh, Star Wars news. Well, Star Wars related news. Yes, that's, that's a big. That's been kind of the big thing lately. Oh, and the Super Bowl. Oh but yeah. No, no, nobody really. No, cares who about cares that. about that? I, um, <laughs> I don't even bother watching it for the commercials because they throw the commercials up on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing that I hated about this year because it's like it, that was kind of like the experience of the Super Bowl. You just kind of get the whole feel for it, and everybody's like throwing up their ads. And way back in the day before the internet, you had to like sit there and wait for an ad to come through, and if exactly. you missed it, you missed it. And then you went to school the next day or work the next day, and people were like, oh, you missed the greatest commercial ever, and it was so funny. It's just and like, oh, shucks. And, yeah, it's it was one of those amazing things. But now, this time, it's just like everything's now online. It's like, no, I shouldn't even bother watching the Super Bowl because yeah. I could just watch the ads. Yeah, because I, I, I didn't even watch it this year. I had no. absolutely no desire to watch it. And I just was like, all right, well, what are the funny commercials everyone's talking about? I watched those online. and Well, I wanted to, just for the experience. To watch the commercials? Did you, did yeah. you watch the Super Bowl? As they, as they appeared. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't even drive that, that anymore. That makes any sense. <laughs> I got you. I think I, I think I follow. I don't mm. follow. Um, but the, uh, yes, it, it's, it's sad that that's where we've gotten to, where it's... It's yeah, that that whole point about yeah. watching the Super Bowl, well, not the yeah. point obviously. For those who are sports fans, they watch it for other reasons, or if it's their team, they watch it for that. But I mean, for, I for I me. basically just kind of threw it out the window along <laughs> football a long time ago. Yes, here's my theory why. <laughs> yes, why? Now, I, I don't hate football. Okay. okay, I'm just gonna point that out right now. I love football. I love watching football, but the fact is. Uh, okay, I'm a Packers fan. If, for the those Packers. who don't know, um, when when I see the games and stuff, it's just like there's really no point for me to watch this game because here just here's the logic behind all of this. Vince Lombardi's name is on the Vince Lombardi Trophy. <laughs> he Clever won name. the first. The Packers won the first Super Bowl. Okay, so. Vince Lombardi's name is on every single one of those trophies. Basically meaning... Technically meaning that the Packers have won every year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because his name is on the trophy. That's a good theory. That's the good theory. So basically, no matter what happens, my team will always win. It's true. Every year. This is true. 
See, now, there's a theory. Now, I'm assuming, and obviously, I'm assuming some sports people know this and would probably just smack me upside the head or we might get comments about it, but I'm yeah. assuming that if, if the Packers hadn't won the first year, would it have been the trophy been named after the coach of the other team? You know, yes. or is, is that is that kind of the thing that it would have yes, been? Yes, that's that? basically how it was set up. So it wouldn't have been the Bowl decided who was the champion of the entire NFL. So, so basically, what you're doing is you're telling me that this trophy that that first team that that won the Super Bowl, if they just got extremely lucky at the last second and they won, that they are now forever immortalized as you know as this trophy that everyone is going to 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 not fight but to to play over. For forever, like that. How does that seem fair? I mean, that's like that's like the first. It seems very fair to me, Jeff. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. When but I like, think about it. But like, like that's like that's like the the, the first best pitcher. If your team won the first game and the trophy's named after you, you win every game after that. <laughs> that sounds like some like schoolyard rule. It's like no, no. I won the first time. I win forever. <laughs> no, not really. But... Just. Your name's etched on the trophy. <laughs> well, people... You win. <laughs> <laughs> Just that's it. Game over. That's it. <laughs> We're that's done. it. Game over. You Han- win. Hands brushed of it. Continuing yes. on like Just nothing. everything is fixed. <laughs> Obviously, I don't understand sports. Is this how it is for no, all games? <laughs> this is actually the only thing I can actually argue. So. <laughs> Well, Stanley it's... Cup, I don't know even know where to go with that. Was but, there a guy named Stanley? But, but Vince Lombardi, Vince Lombardi. <laughs> That's what we I've got. I've got this one, the, the Lombardi trophy. I've got this thing on lockdown. <laughs> Anything else than that? Nah, I got nothing. Got, nah, nothing. got nothing. As far as I'm aware. It's called NASCAR. <laughs> I used to actually know what NASCAR stands for. I don't anymore. Um, I, I don't I don't care. I know. That's, that's basically <laughs> how I feel about this subject. As far as I'm concerned, soccer is named soccer because the first guy, John Soccer, was the first person to ever play and win it. That's as much as I am aware. It's the same. So it's a Vince Lombardi answer <laughs> to everything. Exactly. Apparently. Well, apparently yeah. it's a good enough answer for you, so I can use that same answer for everything else. Uh, I'm just saying, <laughs> it just works with my team. I'm yeah. not. I'm not like poking fun of any at anybody, but I'm just saying this is the logic that I have, <laughs> and therefore, I keep an open mind every season, <laughs> no matter what. No matter whether or not we're in the playoffs or not. Whether we win or lose, it's like our name's on the trophy. So we're there, and we win. So we're there, technically. <laughs> so we win every year. All right, all right, and I got if, you. And if the Packers do win the Super Bowl, it's just kind of like a double win. <laughs> it's like, well, we won twice as much as anybody else. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so we should just show up at the field and be like, hey, well, we've already hey. won once. Exactly. So... That's, that's, that's can, our can we just take this already and Give back. <laughs> <laughs> don't even think about trying to win be great if just every year there was a packer that showed up at the super bowl even if they don't play and they just after the I winning team grabs Aaron it rogers just showing up and going nah uh-uh. and just taking it taking it off field <laughs> calmly not like running or anything and everyone's just confused nope. just no uh It'd be funny. I would. I, I'd be. <laughs> it would make me watch the Super Bowl even more then, because I'd be exactly. like, "Well, let's see who That's... shows up." <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you create revenue. <laughs> see, we we need to start marketing the Super Bowl. I think we should. 
<laughs> so, anyways. I guess. <laughs> no, no, it would work. It'd work, don't worry. No, don't no, worry. no, no, no. It's just, totally going to work. You and totally I, gonna... you and I, we, we fly down to, you know, National Hockey League Texas or wherever the home headquarters is, and we're like... <laughs> we, we, we kick in that door into the big like oil rigs office and we're like hey this is how football needs to be okay every year a packer needs to rush in and just take the the, the trophy and then walk away okay this is how it's going to be from here on out and and mr a big oil rig dude is going to be like well i don't know about that apparently he also sounds like batman yes jeez uh, yeah. louise anyways <laughs> that was a callback to a previous episode hey hey um i don't even remember where that was was that in a super happy fun time or was that something yeah that was a super happy fun time i think yeah i think that was the actual last episode that was was actually the last episode (laughs) and he was a prospector not an oil (laughs) hey he's moved up he 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 got some gold and now he's moved on he found black gold instead yeah. And now he's moved up. <laughs> he got an education, so he's not so crazy talking, and he's just he's moved up a bit. So I found a black gold. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're doing with my footballs. So <laughs> I love our tangents. So entertaining. So um, I have another thing I'd like. Any- to, anyways, I have another thing I'd like to talk about a little bit. Not Star Wars but- related. I'm not sure if you saw this, sir. Did you hear all the whole thing about Jonathan Colton? musicians mm, no did you hear about this okay so for those of you who don't know and i think for 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 funsies at the end of this episode i'm actually going to put the song because jonathan colton is a musician he mm. was a for those who don't know he was a uh, a code it was a coder like a programmer that's what he did for his day job and mm. he hated his job so much that he also in the spare time would record songs and a few years ago he released a couple albums and they're kind of humorous they're not like weird al they're not parodies but they're 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 funny they're the songs he does have some serious ones but they're they're generally upbeat and positive and funny um he does swear in a few of the songs just throwing that out there um so he's not like he's a wholesome singer but what he is he released one year uh for for 52 weeks so obviously a full year each week Mm. he released a new song he wrote and recorded a full song each week for a full year it's incredible. It, it was. He called it the thing a week or all thing a week, or I think it was just thing a week, something like mm. that. But it was a different song each each week. And he released them. He threw them up on the internet and he made them for free. Oh. And if you wanted to download them, you could download them. If you wanted to donate money to him, you could donate money to him. Like he was completely open. And all of his music is in Creative Commons, which means that if we wanted to make a music video to one of his songs, we had com- we have complete rights to use it as long as we credit him as the author as the creator of the song. Right. right, right, right. He releases karaoke versions of his songs, like they're all over the place, and oh. he releases on his website now. A lot of his songs you you pay for them; they're a buck. They're on uh, iTunes and Amazon and all that stuff, but you can get them on his website. But he also releases at any given time at least a couple dozen free songs of his past catalog, so you can just go and download them. And that's at nice. JonathanColton.com. I'm sucking up because I like Jonathan Colton. He's cool. So anyways, I started listening to him. So what happened recently, what got me started on him, thank you, Dan. Dan got me started on him. Um, There was a song, he did a cover of Sir Mix-A-Lot's Baby Got Back. But what he did is he turned it into this kind of 70s light rock, like kind of acoustic light rock version. So it's very kind of laid back, and but he kept all the lyrics except for like one or two he tweaked slightly. 
um for because instead of saying sir mix a lot in the song he put in johnny c instead but he released that song and he also released a song called code monkey which got very popular on youtube somebody made like a using world of warcraft or something they made a video based on it yeah so yeah yeah but anyway so all that backstory so his baby got back version recently the show glee on fox decided yeah oh we already know where this is going um they decided oh we're gonna use his jonathan colton's version of baby got back because it's kind of laid back it'll work so they used his version and did not give him credit for it period they credited sir mix a lot which is cool yeah see you're you're in the same boat already sir (laughs) you understand where it's going no 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 he no 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 (laughs) is that all you are ruining music yes they are realize this and and here's the thing (sighs) they gave credit to sir mix a lot for the song even though it was his composition, it was his version. Because right, you know I mean, everybody that knows Mix a lot. But that, uh... and and their response when he's like, "Well, he's like, I didn't, I don't want money." Because he's like, "That's not why I do it." He's like, "I do it mm-hmm. so it's enjoyment, and I do it for the 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 publicity, the publicity, the the promotion. You know, use get my yeah. name out there." So all he wanted was just a credit because of it being his composition. Right. I don't blame him for that. That seems no. to be completely reasonable, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, so you know, go lyrics by Sir, you know, like lyrics and song by Sir Mix a lot with like composition by Jonathan Colton. That's it. Yeah. So he he said that to Fox, and Fox's response back, and I I might paraphrase it a little bit, but more or less their response back was, "Well, you should be happy you're getting any uh, exposure at all." Wow. But like he said, he's like, but I'm not getting any exposure because you're not crediting me for the song right. so how is this exposure yeah <laughs> so his so that's basically where it ended so the uh, song got used uh it was it was last sunday night or last saturday night whenever glee airs no, but it just no. happened recently no, and oh no, no. <laughs> oh no it gets oh. better don't worry and actually it actually gets better better oh, okay so okay. what he did was he released because glee always releases their covers on itunes for mm-hmm. you to buy he released his version, his 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 original version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's he didn't re you know he didn't sing it again. He didn't uh, right. he didn't re-record it at all. Um, he re-released it on iTunes and on Amazon and on Google Music and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he labeled it as "Baby Got Back" in the style of Glee. <laughs> <laughs> Sold it for a buck, you know, kept it at the cheap price. Again, it's the same recording, so you know whatever. Yeah, but. All the money that he made off of it, he was going to donate to two of his charities. Nice. Okay. So, and of course, because Jonathan Colton has a very, very strong internet fan base, this story just took off. And it just, it it was in Forbes magazine, like on on their website. It was on like CNN, on like Yahoo, all the the major news places online. So everybody knew about it. Mm -hmm. Within two days of him posting it online... Uh, according to the iTunes single charts, his song, his version, his original version that they ripped off was at 100, was at uh, number 103 on the rank. Out of 200, the Glee version didn't even bust the top 200. Oh. 
he made a ton like he made a lot of money for his charities yeah. because everybody went and like all the news stories backed him up all the places online Ooh, was yeah. on his side but good job ex- sir exactly and and i feel i feel honestly because of again because his songs are in creative commons i i will put the song at the end of this episode just for fun yes. because i feel like i feel like everybody should hear it we should and to give him more exposure exactly to it as well exactly yes. Cause I feel like I feel like a lot of people should listen to him. If you haven't heard of him, you should at least listen to a few of his songs. I've He's heard of Code of Monkey. Songs. I've heard Code Monkey. It's 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 a good song. Yep. Yep, and I there's a lot there's a handful of other ones that he's got that I've I've recently got into a big huge kick of Jonathan yeah. Colton again, and there's a yeah. bunch more that I I really really enjoy, uh, and I don't even oh God I can't even get into it. Uh, Reply Brains is one of them, which is yeah. it's a it's a, it's a zombies writing a like a office letter to a neighbor in the building and stuff like that. It's it's a lot of fun. Exactly. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah. but I just I wanted to talk about that because I felt like. It's the oh. internet. He's oh. more or less the musical heartbeat oh. of the internet. No, no. And Glee needs no. to stop. Glee, you ruin everything. <laughs> I, and I'll, I'll be the it's first. True. It's true. Glee's ruining a lot of music. Yes, they I are. Because, yeah. like, every time I hear them do a cover of a song, it's like, no, 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 no. And now it's become mainstream, and yeah. then that everybody's going to think it's Glee that started this. Yep. It's just, it's, oh, hate it. I used That's to... why yeah. I back 100% on Kings of Leon. <laughs> I'm just putting That's what I'm saying. It's just. What was, the, what was the Kings of Leon thing? The whole thing was that. The people who were in charge of Glee contacted um, Kings of Leon to said, "Hey, we want to use your guys' song for an episode." And they were like, "No, we don't want you to at all." Okay. Because and basically, they kind of shot back saying, "It's just like you guys ruin music." <laughs> wow. You don't want to become that, which is good in though. that strain. We I don't we don't want our music to become a part of that strain. It's just like I back them a hundred percent on that. Hell yeah! And they, yeah, and then yeah, Fox got really mad at them. It's just like, oh, you can't you can't do this. Like, yes, we can. We we have every right to say no to you. Yeah. As far as our stuff goes. And yeah. Good. Yeah. It's awesome. Good. I I completely. I completely, I am all for that. I'm glad they did that. Honestly, I am glad that they are willing to stand up to him and, and realize what terrible, terrible things Glee is. Yes. You know, and I'll be the first to admit, I watched, I watched the first season because I was curious to know what they were doing with it. Right. And it was still when they creatively worked the songs into the story where it wasn't just, right. let's just sing this song now for the hell of it. Like it, it worked with, it felt like a musical and I understood yeah. where they were going. I'm like, okay, that is fine. But but then, if you're going to do it for story purposes, do it for story purposes. Yeah. No, don't have an entire episode dedicated to an artist. Right. Just because, and oh, let's do this artist. Just because you can't. That yeah. doesn't, that doesn't, yeah. It, Glee has become more about the music than, from what I've heard from, I don't know how many people, it's yeah. become more about the music and less about the actual story that's going behind it. Exactly. And it's, I almost feel like what they did is now they're just sitting going, all right, what songs can we re-sing now? And okay, let's pick these songs, and all right, well, let's try to 
write a story around these, I guess. Like if it's exactly, you're exactly right. That's exactly mm. where it, it feels like it's going. I don't watch it by all means anymore. Cause it's just stupid. But, and, and now that this has happened, definitely. I never, I never, never. did watch it. You're lucky, sir. Like ever since it started, it's just like a TV show of, of musical TV show. <laughs> yeah. That's going to tank. <laughs> and somehow it has like uh, every time. I'm just like, this has got bad ideas written all over it. And yeah. then, sure enough, I was right. You it's were got right. bad ideas written all <laughs> over it. You know, I used to, going back to like what you were saying about like ruining music, I used to, <laughs> I, I, I'm a fan of Journey. I like Journey. I've been yes. to their concert of Journey. I used to listen to it all the time. I have records, all that stuff. Oh, Journey. Fantastic. I love Journey. I cannot stand, I can't even stand to listen to their version of Don't Stop Believing anymore because no. all I think about is Glee. Because I hear it so much now, and I'm I'm grateful and I'm happy that Journey has this. I mean, they've they've been performing all these years and they keep releasing they albums, have. but I'm they glad have. that they do have this second like, like, uh, not favoritism, uh, like this second like love from people, like a second win, like major win, a popularity, I guess is the right word. Right. Like I'm glad they have that, but I just. I oh, I can't stand listening to it anymore because it's all I think about because that's all mm. I hear. Mm. And it's such a shame that that's mm. what it's come to no. because of a TV show. No. <laughs> Just no. No. I'm having a spasm right now. <laughs> For those of you who can't tell, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. Uh, I'm not happy at no. all, sir. no. It's just, it's one more notch of why I hate Glee um, yes. with that whole story. It's, ugh, gah. Well, at least, it, <laughs> at least it wasn't a story where I was trying to get you to like Glee. <laughs> this, is, this is true. So now after this, Glee I'm is actually a really good show. Leon now. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. And after hearing the story, honestly, all I could do was just go and listen to more Jonathan Colton. And yeah. I went and bought, like, a handful more of his songs. Yeah. Like, I didn't pirate them. I didn't. I just well, went out was, and, like, yeah, here's money. Yeah, that was the thing with the Kings of Leon thing, too. Like, more people bought their album. Yeah. Their, their latest albums and stuff. Because it's like, yeah, we fully support everything that you guys are trying to do right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is nice that it can, that there is, there is people like that you know, out there in the world that, you know, and I, I, again, I'm not necessarily for me, not much with the Kings of Leon one. Obviously I didn't know about it. I'm not a huge King of Leon fan, Kings of Leon, but I could completely back up their reasoning behind yeah. it. But I feel like what would happen with them, with fans is what I did with Jonathan Colton. Like I yeah. completely, I completely oh, yeah. backed him up and understood it. So yeah, it's the same thing. And I can, now I have greater respect for Kings of Leon for doing that sort of thing, the exact same and thing. full respect for yeah, see? Exactly. Yeah. So see? See, I just wanted to talk about that because I felt like that was important. That's a good point. <laughs> it was a very That's important. a good point. So, plus good. it wasn't, wasn't Star good. Wars related. <laughs> good. Good. So good I, will, I will definitely good. put in... Good for him. Good for good him. For him. Good for him. Good. Good. good boy. Good. Very good boy. Good. good. That's creepy. Good for <laughs> so I will put um, links on the uh, anyway, on the web page yes. to his website, and yes. we'll put. I think that's maybe got back. I think at that's the a edge. great decision. That's so, a good thing to do. Excellent. So now we should probably do it, sir. We should probably talk about Star Wars. There's so much more Star Wars rumor coming out every day, and it's like I don't even know what to believe anymore. I know which. 
that's a great segue because the biggest news, obviously, which happened now a few weeks ago since from the moment we're recording this, mm-hmm. would have been the whole announcement that Abrams is the director. Yes. Of episode seven. Not the rest of them, just episode seven. Just episode seven. Now, going along with what you were saying about how there's so many rumors, it's hard to believe anything. Yes. They had, there was one news article like two days before Disney officially announced that he was the director mm-hmm. that said Abrams is the director of Star Wars. And they more or less now, looking back, they broke that news story. Right. But at the time, when I read that, and everybody was talking about it online and on Facebook, and I'm sitting there going, well, I'm sorry, it's one article from one website. I've never heard of these people. I'm not going to even give an opinion on it because right, it's right, probably right, right. fake, right? Yeah. I don't want to get my hopes up. Hopes I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, no, I hate this. Or, oh, no, I like it. Oh, and... oh my God. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. <laughs> Felicity. Castle and time travel. Um, <laughs> castle. What a castle. What the hell is that from? Anyways, uh, no, so when they announced that, I purposely, I even stated it online, I'm like, I'm not giving my reaction to this until it is confirmed or denied. Then I will give my reaction to that. Because he said he wasn't doing it. Like, back in December. He came out, honestly, was like, I don't want to do it. It's too big of a hassle. Yeah. Or something. Not, I I wouldn't say hassle, but it's it's something, it it was a project bigger than him. Right. Basically, let's just put it like that. And he was talking about the fact that, like, he was he grew up being a fan of Star Wars, mm-hmm. so he didn't want to be on that, that side. That of was the kind camera. of like the message with most directors that I've I kind of got the sense of that no one really wanted to take it on because it was something they they were they had bigger shoes right to fill than anything. I don't know. Well, like, and I think we, I think we did bring that up. Like, like I, I think I made the comment that it would be like if, if Universal Studios were like, "Hey, do you want to direct the fourth Back to the Future film?" While that'd be cool, there's that big, big fan of me, in, like the big fan of Back to the Future inside of me right, that right, would right. go, "No, I don't want to do that because I don't want to ruin what I know of." You cherish it too much. Yeah, exactly. is that right, Jeff? Yes, it is exactly the right. So you don't want to ruin something that you cherished so much. Right. Which is why I completely understood Abrams. I mean, that would have been cool if, if he had announced it back then, but at the same time, if he said no, I'd have been I was I was completely okay with it because the man had a completely logical reason that I could get behind. Yeah. And I understand why he didn't you know, he initially said that. But now they're talking about like, well, what did Kathleen Kennedy do to convince him, you know, that he had to do that he that he should do Star Wars. I didn't quite catch it, but there was something that was just like, come on, you know you want to do it. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Come on, you should really do it for us. Um, you know how but you got Yeah, there pop- was something where it's just like, he was like, all right, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. You know so. how you got popular because you did Star Trek? Think of that times two. <laughs> God. <laughs> Which, it's going to be ridiculous. And here's the thing. Here's, here's my theory. It's it's funny. It's not a theory. My, it's funny because now the same guy who rebooted Star Trek and did and a very good job awesome again exactly is not necessarily rebooting Star Wars but continuing Star Wars. 
So it's one guy who's basically now in control. the guy who's going to make Star Wars awesome again. Yes, yes. Who's going to make yes. you forget about the prequels? Yes. I, I have, and now, okay. Yes. So going from that, Star Wars light. As we all know. <laughs> it's a good point. So now, is speaking of that, are you are you okay with him being the director? Yes. Because I've heard both sides yes, from a lot of yes people. Yes and no. Okay. Um, Why yes? I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little bit angry. Not so much because he's like, oh, you you have to choose a side between you can't do Star Trek, you can't do Star No, No, that's not the reason why. Uh-huh. It's because the man's got enough on his plate already. It's are the you, fact that giving him Star Wars on top of that, it's... Are you worried it's going to... It's gonna like he's gonna because he's got so much he's trying to do that it's gonna he's got lower. so much on his plate that he's gonna you know try to push these ideas and they're not gonna be. I want JJ to be in a prime state okay. of thinking when he actually does direct the Star Wars films, mm-hmm. or or at least this episode anyway. Right. I want him to do a good job and take his time and do it well, which. <clears throat> going back to what he was saying before about him being a fan of the franchise, mm. I hope that when time comes for him to start concentrating on it, mm-hmm. that part of him kicks in and goes, okay, yes, I need to do this movie correctly. Like this needs to be done right because yes. it has to live up to the kid inside my head's expectations. Yeah. And I can't, I can't let this, because and he you he has to realize that if he bombs this movie, it's gonna be a huge issue. Like I feel right. like it's gonna it's I'm gonna. I'm not have gonna say it's gonna end his career. That's no. not what I'm gonna say. But it's gonna be a huge dent. Yes. In his self confidence, maybe. Because it's gonna be like, well, I did this, I did this show, this show, and this show was popular, and then it's I did like, this movie, what, and this you one, know, and, and if it bombs, it's gonna be kind of like, what did I do wrong? Right. And it's going to be one of those things where it's just, I just want him to do it right and not so much, you know, have so much control of everything else around him, I guess. Which I hope, I I, I hope he, I I know it it sounds kind of weird because it's like, I'm almost feeling for him right now, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I, I don't know how he's feeling right now. He's probably busy with other things. (laughs) You know, he's got, he's, yeah, maybe, maybe, see, maybe that's why he keeps himself so busy. It's just so that way he doesn't have to think about it. <laughs> that could be it. You know, like he's, he's, that could be it. That way he doesn't have that downtime. Like the man, the man comes up with so many, so much stuff and good stuff. Yeah. And he's constantly busy with, yes. with more and more projects. It's just like, how does he keep up with all of this? He probably actually enjoys the attention being actually busy with stuff and, mm-hmm. Instead of being like, well, like, okay, I'm I'm done with this movie in two months, and then I, right, I've got nothing really. And just, well, that's kind of the other thing now that I think about it is just like I don't want him to kind of make this movie a pushover, right? Too, which I hope I in my head I feel like he won't. But again, <laughs> obviously we can't speak for the man, so we right. don't know. But and I maybe. I guess maybe the other thing is that maybe I was expecting maybe fresh blood like a brand new director or like yeah, or like a something like that director to throw in their taste a little bit that's what i was kind of expecting i almost I i'm I, not i'm not mad with the decision right 
and neither am I. I am I am completely behind it for a lot of the same exact reasons. You know, for I I I feel exact a lot of the same way that you do about it, and I <laughs> and I agree. And it it, it would have been nice for there to be kind of like a, like a newcomer to to start the franchise. Really, when you think about it, if a newcomer comes in, then we can kind of back off him a little bit, right? Because it's like, oh yeah, we'll just let him do his thing and see what it comes out of. Right. But again, that goes in that that whole factor again does, you know, it could make or break this guy's career. Exactly. Essentially. Which which is kind of a good thing that it is Abrams because the dude has such a large career already. He has already. experience with it and that could exactly. actually help. It could help a lot. God, this is getting deep. It is. <laughs> We're having an intellectual conversation this is about Abrams. Really deep, Jeff. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> oh. We have deep moments. Ten thousand leagues into JJ Abrams' brain. <laughs> well, there's the title for this there's week's episode. There's the title of tonight's episode. <laughs> I'll have to write that one, one down. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Make a note of that and let the, we let are send at that to me. Twenty-one fifty-three at this current part of the marker. <laughs> At this portion of dial, at this portion of the recording, <laughs> which for plus or minus ten minutes <laughs> for the other recordings, yes, <laughs> with some of the technical glitches we've had, but no one yes. knows. <laughs> God, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be editing yeah. for a while. <laughs> well, you brought it up. You started it. <laughs> this is a production, Jeff. No I know. one needs to know the secrets of what was happening. The secret behind the production. <laughs> okay. So, besides the Abrams thing, the other news story that kind of went out today, and I know you said you read it or you saw it today. I I saw it this morning when I was looking at when I was looking stuff. Actually, when I was coming home from work. And what was um, that news story, sir? And the news story is they were thinking about doing a spinoff of story involving Yoda. Which now the spinoff stuff was stuff that they talked about when they did the whole switchover. When Disney mm-hmm. bought it, they said mm-hmm. that there would be other movies, but there was no well, like, talk. Like George now. was always talking about, it's like you know, I would like to do a Yoda story or a mm-hmm. Jabba story, even just to throw some stuff in there. But definitely Yoda story would be first, right? Or like a Boba Fett story, or a Boba Fett story. <laughs> He's always wanted to do a Boba Fett story. I'm telling you, and I'm I'm pretty positive that was on this our podcast that we talked about what we thought well, the we opening did talk was about be. it. So <clears throat> if you want to go back a couple episodes, that's 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 prime real estate. It as is as far as information. So and, so so uh, yeah. Disney, if you're listening, Please listen to like consider that as a <laughs> teaser trailer. <laughs> I would be in that freaking seat day one if that was the teaser trailer. Let me just say that, okay? Yes. yes. Mostly because you'll have to pay us like a couple million dollars for that idea, so. Probably. Disney, you have enough money. Look at the Avengers. You're fine. They are fine. Now they're <laughs> going to be king of the world pretty soon. Pretty soon. They just have their own DC, and then they pretty much have everything. Which there was people because after they bought, after Disney bought uh, Lucasfilm, they were, there was people who were making lists, like websites and companies making lists of like, well, what would the next ten properties be that Disney should go after? Yeah. And like one of them was like the Bond franchise, and one was, um, uh, and one of them happened to be DC. They're like, well, it's probably never gonna happen, but could you imagine what would happen if one company owned both of the two as biggest comic companies? My God, the world would end. It Jeff. would. It, it would. 
It would, but you know, it really would. <laughs> but we don't. We have nothing to worry about because that's not going to happen. Primarily because I don't think Warner Brothers is going to let DC go. <laughs> because I have a feeling Warner Brothers is becoming Disney as well because they're buying up all of these franchises. Well, yeah, they probably and... see what Disney's doing. It's like, oh, oh, oh we're not, we're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to let that happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, because I mean, they own technically. Technically, Warner owns, like, partial rights to the Bond franchise, too, because they bought MGM, and MGM had the rights to Bond, right, and, right, like, right. like it's, so it's it's weird, but really, Warner Brothers is kind of, kind of like, it's not as huge, obviously, as Disney, with Disney owning mm-hmm. Marvel and uh, Lucasfilm, that's, and Pixar, that's kind of a right, right, right. big trifecta of companies, but... But Warner's would be the Warner Brothers would be the close second, in my opinion, for as far as I can tell. They'd be the close right. second to the masterful house of everything in the universe. Every, every source of entertainment, <laughs> no demand. Exactly. But uh, so, getting back to like the single, the single movies thing. Now, yeah, because Disney confirmed that Disney, uh, the the CEO Bob Inger, mm-hmm. um, he confirmed it on CNBC that the first film will be focused on Yoda and that it's gonna because they, they want to do seven eight nine over the next six years so mm. um or over over a six year period of time which I'm trying to figure out their math behind that if I'm assuming one would come out every two years yeah. meaning so the first one's 2015 the 17 and the 19 is that would that be would that make sense because that's six years time ish can I do math yeah. is that even a possibility today is that I right don't, I don't know <laughs> So, but they then they said that these little single films were going to be speckled, yeah, throughout them. So, a Yoda one. I mean, would you, would you watch a Yoda? They didn't announce anything else. I would else. watch. I would watch a Yoda. What would the Yoda one be about? Because obviously, it's they're going to be all kind of prequels. Because obviously, it's not going to take place I would after like, Return of the Jedi. I would definitely like to see where Yoda came from. So it's kind of like a prequel and kind to of like one. his history of how he became into the Jedi Order. Okay. That would be interesting to me. So a young Yoda. Um, it it kind of reminds me of um, you you could probably find this Jeff, mm-hmm. but there is um there is a picture of fan art, um and this was dated maybe ten, I want to say like about ten years ago. Okay. Well, a little bit. Let's say fifteen. Fifteen years ago. Um, there's there's an image of. Um, what looks like Yoda, a very okay. young Yoda, on Dagobah, with this kind of like serpentine kind of alien creature, and he's kind of teaching him about the Force. Okay. So, and that's where it kind of started this concept of a young Yoda. What would it, his life would have been like, and who he would have been training under, and all of this stuff. Right, and right. that kind of like sends a spark in Miller, but it's like I, I wonder what it would be like, and that's what I think of every time I think of them doing like a young Yoda story, is that particular image. Okay. Yeah. I'll see if I can find it. If I can find that, that'll be listed in the show notes under the podcast section of Ghostcat.net. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> I could probably find it. For you. Yeah, if you find that, let me know because I want to post yeah. that. Yeah, because and I and I think like you're right because Yoda's backstory is, it's I, like, I'm out of it. A lot but... of mystery. Like nobody really knows much about him other than you know he went to Dagobah, right? And right. That's where he 
settled as a hermit. Right. But yeah, there's no really information about how he came to be as far as the Jedi Order, how he became the Grand Master of the whole thing, and just how he built it up or anything or anything like that. I and, mean, there's no there's no backstory. Right. And now that you were bringing that up, I seem to remember reading at some point that because obviously a lot of like the comic books and the 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 stories like the books and stuff like that they they were having to be approved by george lucas for a lot of them to be canon uh, and he back in i mean this is this is years ago this was going on um right and he always he said for a while there that I'll, that's why there's not a whole lot of yoda like pre what would be pre-episode one yoda mm-hmm. uh for stories and because he, he shot those stories down because apparently he had some idea of what yoda's backstory was but he mm. didn't, and he didn't want these other people coming up with it, which is I, I and I, I don't have don't don't credit me on that or don't quote right. me on it. But I seem to vaguely remember him talking about that, and that's why there's no Yoda stories out because he was keeping it for because he was something. keeping it for something like this, Jeff. I kind of feel like that might be the that, reason. That could be it. <laughs> that kind of makes sense. I mean, he is the granddaddy of all Star Wars, exactly. Movies, so, which I mean, that's probably the reason why. You know, that's probably not reason why. That's probably one of the things that they got because they said that they got treatments for the movies and then like basically books of ideas. Mm-hmm. So I really wonder if maybe like the Yoda backstory was just like a save file <laughs> of probably. just ideas. Probably you know? that he wrote exactly how many years ago? Because yeah, he's written all of these stories. Yeah, for like seven eighty nine is technically written. It's just they're now perfecting it. Yeah. To, to what exactly is going to, you know, to, to turn it into the movie. I remember, I think I remember reading something about 789 somewhere online. Recently? Uh, was, or back in the day? Couple, this was a couple of years ago, back in the day. Okay. Um, it's like, yeah, like Luke's hand getting sewn back on, like they found it in a pickle jar. <laughs> Are you sure you're not confusing it with Doctor Who, sir? No, no, I'm not. This, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like they found his his hand in a pickle jar. Like some somebody found like his act like Luke's hand that got okay. chopped off. They they found it and they sewed it back on. Oh, nice of them. Um, yeah, I guess. I guess. Sure. I guess. Um, what was the other things? Um, like. Uh, I guess they're like disciples of Darth Vader or something. Okay. Like the Sith kind of come back in, in some point, but they're all wearing like Darth Vader-like masks and stuff. And so there's kind of like a uh, like a cult of Darth Vader? Yeah, kind of like a cult of Darth Vader, which was interesting. They all had jetpacks. <laughs> t- like one of their first things was like a terrorist attack on Cloud City and... Yeah, it was. See, it was interesting. See, like, I never got with the all the way through it, but it was just like, oh, that's that's actually kind of an interesting concept. I was gonna say, if it was actually George Lucas' story, all of that sounds freaking awesome to me. Like seriously, did <laughs> they, they, they have? So yeah, okay. So you obviously can't have Darth Vader. That's fine. I don't. We don't need Darth <laughs> Vader in the new ones. You can reference him. You know, you right. could have, you know, that, like that, the the horde, the cult of like Darth Vader followers who yeah. who are wearing like Darth Vader esque masks. That would be awesome, yeah. in my opinion. That'd be cool to see because it's like, oh yeah, so obviously these, you know, it is part of the same universe because they're talking about Darth Vader and they were disciples or 
cult fans of Darth Vader. Awesome. That's that's cool. And it's in like the attack on Cloud City sounds amazing in my head. You know that that I just hope I'm not disappointed. That's all I'm right. hoping for. Right. But I I still have faith in these films. Yeah, because the guy who the guy who's writing the screenplay. Which is yeah. good because now we have a director and we have a writer, <laughs> so this movie yes. is actually moving towards being made. It's not just oh well, all the original actors said they wanted to come back, but right, you know, it's all rumor. No one's actually saying it, right? But like, I like that they got a screenplay artist who, who knows, you know, he he has a level head on his shoulders. It's the guy right. who wrote the screenplay for Toy Story three and right. Brave and apparently the new Hunger Games. That's coming out this year. Really? Yeah. And he who wrote, wrote Catching Fire. Yeah, he wrote the screenplay for Catching Fire. And he also wrote oh. Little Miss Sunshine. Oh. Oh, yes. Yes, I knew that. Yeah. But, I didn't know uh, he was writing the, the script for Catching Fire. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that might be. Ooh, that <laughs> might actually be good. <laughs> and apparently. Well, I mean, like, Catching Fire is actually good as far as a book. Whoever was penning the scripts, I mean, would just basically be going off the book reference, I right. guess. Which. And, which is which is you know when you read the book, I mean it's kind of boring the first half and you know the second half of the books are actually pretty good, at least I thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he so. also wrote the screenplay for Oblivion, which is that new uh, Tom Cruise sci-fi. Yes. yes. So the man been, has busy. What? He's been busy. He has been busy, especially. <laughs> but can you imagine? Can you imagine being? Because he's fairly. I mean, he's been in Hollywood for a while. I'm looking at his yeah. IMDb. I mean, he was he was like an assistant on a couple of films back in the late '90s. Oh, okay. So I mean, he's he's been around, but he hasn't done a whole lot. He primarily is now within the last six years just writing screenplays. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't written that much. He's only has uh, three movies that have actually been released screenplays that he's written for. And then he's got four other ones that are Oblivion's in post-production that comes out this year, and so does Catching Fire. Mm-hmm. But then he's also apparently writing the screenplay for the Phineas and Ferb movie. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, then the next one's episode seven. But can you imagine, like, you're a new writer. You're, you're kind of fresh in this whole world. You don't, you've, done, you've written movies that have been successful, right. but not a whole lot of them. And then Disney comes to you and go, hey. Right, episode seven. <laughs> hey, what? <laughs> um, are you joking? Are you kidding me? Like, do you really want? Are you? This is not a prank, right? <laughs> you really want me to write episode seven? <laughs> this are we? You know, I've only written three other movies, right? <laughs> and when was Toy right? Story I three? Toy Story three. You guys know that, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't I'm... know if I can handle this. <laughs> and and like looking back. Like, obviously, the news about Episode 7 hasn't been out that long, so I know this is not the case, but looking at his, like, record for the movies that he's written, it almost looks like like they're, they were honing him and his, his craft to eventually move to Star Wars. Like, you write Little Miss Sunshine, so you write this small, independent is, film. It's, it's a small, independent film, but a very good Right. script with a lot of heart in it exactly so there so there's you have that. heart then you write toy story 3 so then you write a script for or screenplay a for, much bigger budget but still has the the heart and the feeling inside of that movie with so char- that. yeah with characters that are technically inanimate like these aren't real people they're not people right. they're toys so you make a toy you make you make it so you love toys okay and then you have brave so now you have another animated film but this time you're dealing with 
human characters, humanoid characters. Okay. You know, and then you go to Oblivion. So then you go to, you go to complete live action again and now it's sci-fi. So now you're like future sci-fi tech, but you can still have action in it. Mm-hmm. And then you're back to Hunger Games, which is more action. So it's like it—it it feels like this this slow curve of learning how to work your way to having a Star Wars film, which you should have. Right. You know, you're gonna have non-humanoid. Yeah, he's slowly characters. going to like towards action films with feeling. Exactly. In them. Exactly. So it's yeah. This. It's weird. This might, this might be good. <laughs> I'm complete. I'm I'm okay with it. Hey, yeah. Lucas isn't writing the screenplay. I'm well, happy. Well, what, what I thought is just like, oh, the same guy that wrote Toy Story Three. Yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no worry anymore. That's basically what I thought. <laughs> so, like, I am. I yeah, I agree. I'm completely. I'm okay with it. And again, it's primarily because Lucas is not writing it, and that's right. And and now that there is a screenplay that's guy, what bothered me the the first time. And yes. And when I saw that, it was like, oh, thank God. Yes. Because again, and then and, although and, although what if, what scares me the most is that he's the creative consultant, right? I'm, I'm I don't know how much creative licensing he, or not so much creative licensing, but how much control he has on everything, right? That's what I'm afraid of. I don't think he's gonna have that much then control. The, the, I feel that puts a strain on the 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 script, right? right little bit i feel i feel personally i feel like what will happen is i don't think he's gonna have that much control over it i'm i'm sure abrams is gonna go be like hey you know you know we're gonna go like this what do you think about that you know is that working you know you're okay you kind of you like just kind of get like a like a second opinion Mm -hmm. but i feel like first off abrams won't i i don't think he will be like okay Whatever George says goes, we're going to just go with whatever he says. Because I feel like he he's willing to do stuff his own way. Mm-hmm. And they also have, the other two things that they have on for consultants, they have a, another screenwriter by the name of Simon Kinberg, mm-hmm. which I don't know his name. Uh, he's a UK writer. But they also have okay. uh, Lawrence Kasdan mm-hmm. uh, as consultants. They're not screenwriters. Yeah. They're producers, consultants. So Lawrence Kasdan is the dude who did... Uh, uh, which one is it? Uh, was it Empire Strikes Back? He wrote, yeah. he 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 completed the screenplay to Empire after the original writer uh, passed away, became too ill to finish it. Yeah. So I mean, dude's already been part of the Star Wars universe before. He wrote Empire, which is still yeah. regarded as one of it's, the greatest Star Wars films. I think, yeah, out of all all the Star Wars films, I think Empire has done the best. Right, and he's also he also wrote the screenplay for Jedi. So having people who are been a part of the franchise coming back to at least throw in their two cents makes me feel better about it. Okay. That actually just does make me feel a lot better because then he has people to kind of really bounce off ideas off of. Exactly. Without going to Josh before. Yes. It's not a whole bunch of new people coming in. And I feel like Disney, I can't imagine that Disney would be so naive that they would, not look at this franchise and, you know, just not, just not go, well, let's just throw stuff together and whatever. If nobody likes it, nobody likes it. We're still going to make a crap ton of money off of it and screw you. We're moving on. I feel like they're, they're smart enough, especially with what happened with the Marvel movies. I feel like they're smart enough to go, okay, we need to get the right people in charge of this because if it's, we need to make good movies. Yes. Yes. 
which I am, again, still which, happy with Joss Whedon being in charge, basically, of the next wave of Marvel movies. <laughs> right. And that's, I'm seeing this kind of trend again in Hollywood and mm-hmm. where it's I mean, it still is a lot about money. Yeah. But a lot of it is actually going towards like, OK, you know, make, throwing out crappy movies is not necessarily going to make you the best money. Exactly. So it's like, so let's go about this and do this smart, make stories that people will enjoy. Right. Yep. And and that's, you know, that's going to draw in the crowds. And that's why a lot of these movies have been so successful. Exactly. These movies have been good. Exactly. That's why, like, movies lately have actually gotten better. Because the studios are realizing, oh, we need to actually try to put some energy and work into these movies yes yes <laughs> we can't just pump these things well, out and also not care. um taking the kind of the third person aspect out of it mm-hmm. as well whereas a lot of these studios have so much they think they have so much control over the script and by the time it passes through how many hands the the original script is nothing like it actually is oh yeah towards the end of the towards the end of production and it's it's terrible to see you know good good original scripts that had great concepts and everything just be butchered and bastardized and torn apart by the by the end of this entire process and that's kind of like why i kind of hate hollywood oh yeah (laughs) a little bit (laughs) for me that's one of a handful of reasons which yeah I there was a point in my life where I wanted to just I wanted to go out there and to write movies or make movies for a living and do that and work at a studio but I I just don't want to get into that system no. especially now when you know you can do it yourself yes just on a much smaller budget and, and not have the middleman <laughs> exactly or any creative your creativeness be affected by anything exactly yeah. And, you know, and then and then but because there's always these independent people who who do these own things themselves, don't bother getting involved with the studios and the studios find them and be like, well, hey, look, you this was a really good thing. And, you know, do you want to, you know, do you here? Let's distribute this movie or do you want a movie right. where you can do your own thing on like they they still get noticed without having to go to Hollywood and bang on a thousand doors looking for somebody who's going right, right, to you know, right. buy your script or give you the money to do your own movie and then have it, like you said, go through a hundred hands before it hits the theaters and it's a completely different film. Yeah. Which actually um, reminds me of something. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a big thing. This kind of could actually go into lead into a better, bigger discussion. Okay. okay. But um, it's this whole concept of... Um, I, f- I forgot the name right now. I thought you said you were going to forget. You forgot about what you were going to talk about. No, like, dude, you but, can't lead up to that. Like, no, no, no. There's <laughs> actually something. There's a director out there. I can't remember who, who it is, but he was planning on getting together all the information that, um, what happened to, uh, the super, the next Superman oh, movie from Tim Burton. Yes. Yes. The, the Tim Burton film that yes. was going to be uh, the next Superman. Superman lives. Yes. And they were 
just gonna like try he was gonna make this whole documentary thing and try to get like the members of the cast the original cast and kind of talk to them and see what happened you know what just happened as far as this this entire story goes Mm -hmm. i remember hearing something from kevin smith saying that like he wrote this script and it was brilliant script and everything and he gave it to one of the the studio producers and they just kind of like I don't know what happened to it by the end of it, but it was just torn apart and was it was nothing like the the original script. Right. Like um, you know, having a giant spider <laughs> the in the giant third spider. act and <laughs> yes. um him not having a him being Superman but being a normal guy and mm-hmm. not having a cape and apparently having electricity at one point and having a rainbow outfit and and Jeez. you know, eventually going to Nick Cage being Superman, and and that whole thing. Have you seen those pictures? I've seen those pictures. They're terrible. They're terrible, terrible suits. The suit is like that, like material that changes color depending on what angle you view it at. Yeah, like that's what it, it looks it like. Bad and. Well, like, well, like, like the other car. costume that he had. I'm, I'm thinking like the red and purple uniform. Yeah. That he had. And it looked like the, the type of stuff that you wear, like Halloween costumes that you wear <laughs> as a kid. Yeah. That's what it reminded <laughs> me of. It's like, this looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I can't remember, but the, the, um, I'll, I'll try to find the link of what it was. Okay. But um, it was doc- he's basically starting doing this Kickstarter to get this documentary going, and if he gets enough people to sign in on this, mm-hmm. he's going to try to um, film or animate sequences of the movie. Of which script? The, the script they were going to shoot. The- of the script that they were going to shoot. Oh my god, that's going to be so terrible. Just to show, it's just like, I want to see what the worst thing that Hollywood could possibly put out could on have been. screen. <laughs> I want to try to make this. I was like, I'm on board for all of this. <laughs> I want to see how bad this could actually I be. I want to see that too. Because I, so, I, I remember hearing about that that failed Superman for years and yeah, years. So I'll, I'll give Jeff the information he's going to put it at the bottom of this video. I will. This has been like full of research. It too. has. There's like a this, lot of stuff. Even, <laughs> even with the few issues... It's mm-hmm. still been very deep and 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 delightful. It has been delightful. It's been good. What's weird? Why is it? Why is it more delightful when we're not in the same room, Colin? I don't know. <laughs> What's up with that? It's because I'm alone with my thoughts. Ah, oh, good point. It's sad, dingy room. <laughs> You're describing me, sir. Oh. Oh. You're in. My... Anyways. Well, that's kind of all I had to go for. I mean, is there was there anything else you thought of for this? Oh. Was there anything else you want to talk about? We we covered my stuff that I wanted to go. I over. mean, really. Uh, I know we're gonna do. If there's anything that I really needed to cover. We are gonna do an episode uh, sometime prior yes, to. We're gonna do an episode soon. Soonish. Or uh, 
the the Oscars. Yes, where we're going to kind of dedicate the entire episode, which will be nice because that'll actually be episode 10. So a nice yeah. round number will be dedicated. That makes no sense whatsoever. But in my head, don't <laughs> worry. Um, it's <laughs> Episode 10, Oscar worthy. Oscar worthy. Ready to go. Right there. Um, but we're going to dedicate the entire episode to kind of going over uh, the Oscars and and the who who has been nominated for it and kind of go over our picks and then we'll do a follow up one after the Oscars at some point where we go over who won and maybe we'll talk about you know we'll, whether or not we'll we make a like graph it. we'll make a graph of who said what and <laughs> yes. we'll make giant tallies of of who won and who lost exactly that's how we will decide the winner <laughs> decide so. the winner between you and me and then we'll watch the Oscars and that's how we'll decide the winner <laughs> exactly. Of, what happened it'll be very technical it's gonna be great <laughs> it will be great sir <laughs> but yeah so we will do that soon so I, I everybody can expect that to be coming out in the soon in the near future since the oscars are only a few weeks away i had to look it up today just to, weeks away. yeah because i'm um, like well when is it it's not this week the end is of the it? Month. february 24th is when the oscars come out okay so anytime before the 24th <laughs> we should do the episode <laughs> Yeah, we can do that. I think we can do that. I think we can do that. <laughs> That's not a problem. Especially when we don't have to get physically together to do an episode. Yeah, Makes yeah, it a little easier. Physical. Physical. Yep. Are you done, Olivia? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, with that, I... Um, if you got nothing else, sir, we can probably uh, wrap yeah, this up. Yeah, I'm good. Are you good? Yeah. Well, what we'll do is... It's enough super happy for a while. That is enough super happy time. But... We'll have a little bit more fun time as we shall go out listening to Jonathan Colton's Baby Got Back. It's going to be exciting, sir. All right. It's going to be fun. Well, thanks, Colin. Thanks, Jeff. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Take it, Jonathan Colton. That was a terrible terrible send-off. Sorry, Jonathan. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You are the brother. I'm acting like an
about this and other programming, visit our official website at www.ghostat.net.